Welcome to Two Cents FC. I'm your host, Amobi Okugo, back again with my guy, L. Each week, we'll be talking with individuals from around the soccer world, learning about their stories and getting their unfiltered thoughts and opinions. This week, we're joined by baller, entrepreneur, Porter. Uh, we'll be getting to know all about Porter and his soccer journey and entrepreneurship journey as well. So, Porter, uh, fun fact, I didn't know that was your alias. Uh, we're going to keep your real name under wraps. Yeah. Uh, how you how you doing today? I'm doing good, man. I, I just flew in from LAX to Austin. Flag got delayed. That's why I was late for this, but um, I apologize. No, it's all good. It's okay. all good. We make adjustments. Yeah. Uh, just like on the soccer field, you got to adjust. But we always start with two truths and a cap, which is fitting because I know we're going to get into it later. You're rocking a cap right now. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to let L run out the details and then we'll go from there. All right. So two truths and a cap. So this is like a little icebreaker game that we like to play um, where you'll give us three facts about yourself. Okay. Two will be true. One will be a lie. And I'm and I got to guess what the lie is. So okay. uh, whenever you're ready. So two truths and two caps. One cap. <laughs> One, One cap. cap. Yeah. Um, oof. Um, um, let's start with... Um, I change my briefs like five times in a day. Okay. Okay. Uh, the next one would be... Hmm. I spend 90% of the time in the air. Okay. Um... Last one would be um, oh, I'm trying to think of the last one. I'm kind of stalling right now. The last one would be um, I like to eat red meat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yo, you got the award for the most random two truths in a cap. <laughs> so all of two yeah. cents FC. Yeah. Oh mm. uh, man, that brief one sounds crazy. Laundry day must be wild. Yeah, um, you're wilding with that. You try. You do travel a lot. Um, I'm gonna go with the briefs. That's a cap. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm going with the briefs. That's that's wild. Okay, you're both wrong. Oh, <laughs> what is? It? Yeah, I tell you what. Yeah, so basically, I mean, I exaggerated a five. It may be like sometimes three or five, but I'm weird. So like, if I go outside, if so, if say for instance, I'm outside, right? Well, I'm at home. I leave to go do something, and I come back home. If I come back home and take off my shoes, I feel like I kind of have to change. I don't know why. It's just it's been a thing for me. So do you take a shower every time you go you outside? Know, yeah. It just depends. If I'm if I'm like if I'm like mad sweaty, then yeah, I'll run in the shower for like literally like a minute and then just you know what I'm saying. That's just how I, I'm just weird like that. I don't know, uh-huh. and that's why I've got like I don't know like for when like I was at college and that I always used to have like free like I used to have like free drawers and any like anybody that went to college with me would know I used to have like a drawer that had a bag of socks and everybody used to be like, well, why you have mad socks? Why you have mad briefs? I used to like like it's weird. I'll go like I just I went I was just in LA. 
and I was in Supreme and I looked at the briefs and I was like, damn, I need to buy more briefs. Like, I'm just like that. I just like briefs and socks. I just like mad supplies of them. Like, I wish yeah. I could be sponsored by somebody that could just give me briefs and socks. Yeah, or, or you can make your own. I know we're going to get into that okay. later. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Got to stay fresh at all times. I respect oh, yeah. you. So... That 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 was that was really that was a curveball. Like, that curveball. was definitely a curveball. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what's the cap? The cap is the red meat. I don't eat red meat. Okay. Uh yeah. Nice. I don't eat meat in general, really. For real? Was that because of soccer or you just like you saw a documentary? What happened? You know what? Yeah. Um it's a bit of both. <laughs> like um it's I have a like I have I've got a weird diet. I'm not gonna sit here and say, Oh, I'm a vegan, because it's there's once in a blue moon I'll go out and I'll eat like I don't know, I'll have like a chicken. Or whatever. I won't touch red meat though. Like, won't touch uh-huh. red meat. Um, if if anything, I'll eat like um, like like seafood. But if any, if it's gonna be seafood, it's not gonna be like shelf. It's not gonna be shelf shelf life seafood. Yeah. It'll be like you know proper. But um, yeah, like it's it's been more like um soccer and just like my lifestyle really, just learning things in it. You know. Yeah. Okay. Just kind of like just dropped it out really. It really okay. it really started from an injury. It started from one. I, I, it started from an injury. I tore my meniscus and. I wasn't meant to like, I was meant to be out. This was just before I came to America. And I was I was trying my eyes out, bro. Like I was like, oh, but everything's done. Like, I was like, yeah, life's finished. Like, you know, everything's done. Like, I don't know what I'm gonna do, you know. And then um, I don't know what happened. I went, I was just going to the gym one time and I, I watched this documentary about like eating certain foods and stuff like that to like heal your body and that. And then I just done that. I wasn't eating, I just went raw, like wasn't eating no no meat at all, just like leaves. Yeah. I got healed in like a month and a half. When I came back to my coaches, they were like, are you sure you're ready to like play? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I feel good. Like, and I was playing. It was scary at the same time because I'm like, you know, like a bit wary. But yeah. I was good. And that's when I knew like, yeah, like your body could heal itself. Like for real, for real. Like, it really can. The powerful thing. Okay. Ocho Cinco would say differently. He would say it's all mental. But, you know, the studies show that you know, what you I, eat I, is. I think it's a, it's a both. I think it's, I think it's a mental thing. It's definitely a mental thing. And I think definitely your body could heal itself for sure. No, facts. It's all about, it's like, as I tell like young kids, like when they ask, like, what do you do? I was like, you don't put bad gas in a, in a nice car, you know? Right. You exactly. know, your body is like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta provide the right nutrients and whatever it is, if you eat meat, um, you know, yep. within, within reason, you just gotta be healthy. Gotta be so, healthy. That's the most important part, man, just being healthy. Yeah, yeah, so so, tap, in on them, tap in with them small chops meal plans that I'm yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think really it's all about moderation, really. If you are exactly. eat certain things, it's all about moderation. That's true. So you touched on it a little bit, but let's let's get into it. Uh the first question we ask everyone, like we, when we get really into it, is when did you fall in love with soccer or football for you? Oh, from birth. From like from young in it, like as, as 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 young as I can remember, man. Um like to this day, like it's just a thing where it's like I can't go like I'm not, I still run, I still run in the gym, you know, I still like playing like tournaments and that, you know, um, and all of that, but um, just from young, like, as young yeah. as I can remember, I, I can't really even remember, it's just as much, as young as I can remember, like, it just, like, it just happened. Yeah, so for context, me, me and Porter know each other uh, during his time with Austin Bowl, you know, he came out to train, you know, you, you uh, graduated from college after having yeah. a good, had a, having a good season. And, um, you know, we just immediately hit it off, you know, uh, just good vibes, uh, good young player. Um, so give us some context because you mentioned you moved to America. Uh, what's your background? My background, um, obviously, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a British citizen. I'm, I'm Angolan. That's like my background, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. I'm Angolan and that. And then um, 
Yeah, just born in London, Tottenham, North London, um, like rough Tottenham? area. No, Tottenham. <laughs> Tottenham. <laughs> 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 no, like, North London, Tottenham. Yeah, that's where I'm from. Like, I, like I live like I guess like what seven minute, ten minute walk from the stadium. Okay. So like that's like really. So you're a Tottenham supporter or not? Or are you just say that again? You uh, you support Tottenham? Yeah, I'm a Tottenham supporter. Okay. I hard Spurs fan always. Okay. Ooh. So L's a big Arsenal fan. So we got some. Oh, not looking too good this season, man. This is going to go sour now. I can feel it. <laughs> nah, nah, it's all good. <laughs> uh, nah, so real quick, before we get into like, because, you know, a lot of people, I, I'm like big on like English slang, you know, yeah. like, that's why I was like, yo, you from Peckham, not knowing you're not from Peckham at all. Yeah. Uh, so give us like a quick like English slang uh like dictionary urban dictionary because you just said you said internet you said mad you said yeah like give us like um our slang our slang like comes from like um african um caribbean like kind of like dialect really you know and, mm-hmm. and it's just like um when you're in like a, such a diverse place that's where really where it came from really oh like all our like kind of like slang fam is like just saying um what, what, what like what's up bro like in america yeah. what's up bro um, yeah. In it, it's like a confirmation. So it's like, um, it's like I will say something to you, and then I, in it, it's like a confirmation. Like, yo, you went to the shop in it. <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, it's like you went to the shop, yeah. Okay. You know, um, yeah, like um, a comparison to that, like in it to America would be like, um, I don't know, like saying like, like you heard what I say, yeah. Yeah. Or be like, okay. or be like, like right. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. It's, it's okay. exactly that, like right? Like, no okay. difference. Exactly. In the same context as right, it's using. It's the same thing. Okay. What about, like, yeah. you, you get me, fam? What about that? You get me is like, you get me, fam, it's just like, I don't know. It's like when you're, um, say, for instance, um, I don't know, I buy a new pair of shoes. Uh-huh. And then, um, I buy a new pair of shoes, and I'm just like, I'm kind of like, just like feeling myself. And I'm, I'm around my boys. I'm like, yo, this is hard, isn't it? Like, you get me, fam. This is crazy. Like, this is, you get me, like. <laughs> I'm obi, so to put it in Bay Area terms, but it's like saying, you feel me. So yeah, like, exactly. it's hard, it's hard yeah. you feel me? Like, you feel yeah. me? Like, yeah. All right, cool. I, I, I love this stuff, so like. Yeah, this is, this is like, I get hyped off this. I'm trying to think of any other, like, words that you use highly. Maybe you, maybe you would know, like, and then like, you could tell me, and I'd be like, oh, yeah. Uh... Because I feel like some some words you guys use it for like multiple things. So like Philly, you know, we, like when I was in Philly, everyone's saying John, and John means like can use. It's like interchangeable. So yeah, I think yeah. I feel like some English slang, like some words are like. You know what's weird though? I used to actually try to speak slang on a pitch, yeah, on a football pitch. Uh huh. A lot of like the like some American players that I used to play with they didn't understand it. Like when I used to be like, "Yo, Jacks," like that means dummy the ball, like leave the ball. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, yeah, no and everybody would be like what? What? there's no jacks on the pitch I used to be like no that means dummy like leave it yeah you know uh-huh. uh, they didn't really kind of like understood that it's like more of like a, um, what would we say in America though? it's more like leave it yeah leave it but it's like <laughs> it's you, can't, you can't be saying I don't, I don't think you can say leave it on the pitch like yeah it yeah. depends depends like you know it's like a yeah, yeah. So that's a great segue. So talk about your adjustment. You know, you know, you talked about you, 
you know, your final year of university in England or high school, yeah, you got the injury, you came back yeah. and you said, you know, you felt like your life was over, but obviously you moved to the States. Yeah. How did that come about? How did that, that opportunity come? And like, what was the adjustment being like, you know, a, a, a British soccer player coming to the States for, for university? It was different because like, oh, yeah, it was different. Like I, I came to the States with no video. I had no video. It was just word of my mouth. Mm-hmm. So I got a full ride, like a full scholarship. Off like just words, like, trust me, like you don't need a video for this guy. Like it was just that. And I just got a full ride from that. And literally like, I love, I, I love my old coach, Tim. I need to actually message him. Um, he would be messaging me and he would be like, like he would be doing research of where I'm from. So mm-hmm. like back then I never really had like, I never had like, crazy footage like I was going to get footage but that's when I got injured okay when I was meant to get footage I was going to get injured and um a lot of like um a lot of like my old stuff like like Tottenham development when I went there um like it's like kind of like this like under 18 kind of like development kind of like college thing team thing um we never really had footage there you know um, so it was like bro like it was like you had footage unless she was playing unless she was at like a professional like decent academy then you'd then you'd have like some sort of like good footage, you know and I'm saying. Yeah. But if you was playing like just like a if you was playing like just like college or like just like a different type of like level football, then it wasn't really like footage or that, you know. So it was just like word of mouth, and he was just doing research where I'm from, and he would send me lyrics of like Skeptop, and he'd be like, he'd be like Tottenham High Street, or like he would literally just send me lyrics of like rappers <laughs> trying to bond with me. Like it was it's it happened so like different. So it's like okay. before he even knew if I was good or not, he just heard I was good. So he kind of just built a relationship off off soccer. Then when I got there, that's when he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." So did you know anything about the states? Obviously, Nothing. you know, coming from Britain, you know, you guys. If I tell you some things, you'd be like, "What the hell?" Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know the difference between a JUCO college and D one colleges. I didn't know the difference. I didn't know like, like when there's like you know, like for instance, like like. Some some colleges like would like would holler me off for like my first year of college in America. I didn't know like like D one schools and and the difference between this and that. Like I didn't know like I had like yeah. I had like mad schools like hollering at me, but I didn't know like what was the difference between all this stuff. It was just like I was just like yeah, I played four years, I just go pro and that's it. I didn't understand the scheme. I didn't understand mm-hmm. the pyramid. I wouldn't say it never got taught to me. I think it was more of like a thing where it was like oh no just yeah. yeah. So what was it like, you know, sorry, you, you step onto American soil, you get adjusted. Um, how'd you, how'd you feel like the level was compared to, you know, growing up in England when soccer is like the main sport? So first preseason game came on the pitch. Um, I had, it was weird. I, had, I, had, I was having like a good 10 minutes, like a really good 10 minutes. Bang, injured, done. So that was my first experience in America. Uh-huh. Literally, like it was like, a, um, it was 50 feet tall. It was 50-50. Um, this guy, like, we both hit the ball at the same time. And, you know, that's, that's basically like hitting a brick wall if you're hitting the ball at the same time because it's not moving. Yeah. Hit a brick, literally, that was, that was my season done. I only played, like, during the end of that season, I only played, like, 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 couple games. I only played a couple games after that, like, maybe, like, five or six. No, no not five. I'm lying. Probably, about, like, seven games. But those last seven games was, like, I had really, really good, like, games in those last seven games mm-hmm. unbeaten we went um it was unbeaten we had like us our, our winning streak was like 22 and oh and then we lost in this semi-final 
to get to nationals. And this was for the JUCO team that you came on, right? Yeah. And then after that, you you transferred over to a four year. No, I stayed. I stayed at the JUCO the next year because um, after like after after that first season, like it wasn't like coaches like wasn't like like hollering at me and stuff like that. But I was injured for so long mm-hmm. that some schools like I was getting told that some schools was messaging me. But at the same time, I didn't. When my coach is telling me, "Yeah, this school is messaging you," I don't care because it's like. I'm just trying to focus on getting better. I don't understand what D1 and all this stuff is. Like, my players are not even talking about that. So it's like, you know, like, all like Dayton, Dayton University, a couple other universities as well, like SLU University, St. Louis University. Like, I had yeah. talks with these guys, like, you know, like, oh, yeah, if you do this and you do that. But I didn't really understand the difference. Like, of all these okay. stuff, you know? And also, as well, another thing as well that I would say to take him to, like, for, like, players that come to America from different countries take your credits like seriously because that could mess you up too. That's a big, yeah. that's a big piece of advice. There's yeah. a lot of international students that struggle yeah. because of the credits don't transfer over or they just don't understand. I, the struggled system. With that. I struggled with that because when I was like throughout my school year, I didn't want to go to, I didn't really want to go to school. You know what I'm saying? It was like, I was, I was playing soccer at the same time. I was always like doing like creative stuff, like designing. I've, I've always been doing that the whole life. Mm-hmm. The mixture of both. But um, like, yeah, like, I've always been doing a mixture of both. And, like, I wasn't really... T- I wouldn't say I wasn't really taking school seriously, but I was taking, like, four classes, doing three classes, and then dropping out one class. I'm like, oh, I can't be able to take that class. And I'm saying... But I'm not knowing that after these, like... You know, after the first year is done, after the second year is done, you've got to transfer all these credits to a school. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not... Like, I don't know none of this. I'm not understanding <laughs> it. So when I'm... After my two, after my two years at St. Louis, at the Duco... Yeah. I'll touch on the second season in a bit, but after my second season, I'm like, oh yeah, these offers are going to be amazing and whoopty whoop like, nah, like all these offers were there, but I couldn't go because I had mad credits that I needed to do. I wasn't yeah. taking math classes. I hated maths, always hated maths. I wasn't trying to take math. Like I was trying to avoid it. Like I thought I could get away with it. Didn't, it didn't happen. I had to actually take it. Yeah, it was nuts. It was crazy. It was a lot. So what ended up happening? Did you like, you know, figure out a situation where you had to make up the credits and then transfer over? Or like, how did it all work out? So this is what happened, right? So after my first season, that was done. Then my second season happened now. I had, a, I had, a, I had an amazing second season. Got All-American. Um, that second season was, was crazy. That's when, like, that's when all these schools, like, started to, like, you know, like, hit me up and whatever. Oh. But at the time, I'm still not understanding, like, what these credits mean. And at the time, I think um, my coach was talking, my coach was actually talking to Dayton and Sloot. Those were the two schools that were, like, you know, I was actually talking to and then um, what had happened um, my credits wouldn't like my credits wouldn't transfer over and they said I had to take I had to take maybe I think 20 21 credits in the summer which yeah. would have been like it, it's not like it would have been impossible but me going that's like, that's like four classes that's like no it's, it's more than that that's like because four classes is 12 credits so that's like eight classes if, uh, oh, I think like yeah. seven, seven and a half classes I think like yeah. for, for summer A, four classes, summer B, another three. The only problem is these these classes that I have to take, there wasn't no summer A and no summer B for these, none of these classes. So you would have to take them all at one time. I had to take them all at one time because like, even like we tried, we we spent like two weeks trying to figure out how we can fit in all these classes into a schedule. And they were just like, bro, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> the red shirt, you even have the red shirt for a year. And this is another thing as well. I didn't know about red shirt. I didn't understand red shirt. Uh, if I had known about red shirting, oh my God, man, I would have been nice. Like, wow. Well, you no, know, everything happens for a reason. Like this. Yeah. 
That's crazy. So like, all right, so what's your advice for, you know, because a lot of international students are coming over to play soccer in the States. What's the immediate advice? Figure out your credits, figure out red shirt. Would you figure, would you say like there's companies or people that you can reach out to, to help with the process? Oh, it, it, kinda... is. it is. Like I came from a program, um, Soccer Charts USA. By the okay. same time, like Ben, um, shout out Ben, uh, uh, actually they done like so amazing for me. Like um, I came from Soccer Charts, um, Ben and Kev. Because, yeah, originally I wasn't even meant to come to America. This is the weird part. They were telling me about America, but I wasn't meant to come. I was training at, um, I was training at Leighton Orient. Uh-huh. At Leighton Orient. And then um, I was training there, training there. It was me, it was me and uh, my guy Josh. We was training at Leighton Orient <laughs> um, with the under-21s and that. And then, um, so I'm thinking, yeah, I'm going to stay in England, you know, like get a, like potentially get a pro contract here and, you know, and, and do all of that stuff. But, um, they ended up like talking about something about a third year scholar to me. And like, that's what they okay. were saying. And I was kind of like, I kind of wasn't really feeling it because you don't get paid on a third year scholar. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But at the time, how, how my mind is now in life, at the time, would I have took it? Probably yes. Like if I if I had gone back in that truck, would I have took it? Probably yes. Because I now it's like I understand, right? That like, you know, there's there's steps to things, man. You know, yeah. everything. Not, you're not gonna get everything you want just then when you when you want to get it. I know For that sure. now. You know what I'm saying? Like I know that now. Like just based off like how things are like kind of happening in business, I kind of understand like things. Ha- you have to take steps and things. You know what I'm saying? Not everything's just gonna happen just like that. That's true. Yeah. So what would you say? You grew up both in you know you grew up you know developed in Britain or yeah. England, and yeah. you know you played at you know a pretty high level in the states. Yeah. What do you think is wrong with both countries when it comes to development uh, from a soccer standpoint? Like, what would you change? What What do you like about each uh, each country? I, I, what, one thing that to this day, kind of like, I don't know, to this day, I find, I find this, um, I find trouble um, dealing with this, right? Is that um, I feel like America, when they play football in America, it, it, the passion is not there. It's weird. It's like, I kind of took out like the the passion that I had in England when you're when you're playing. It's like I don't know how to explain it. It's like you're playing and it's like you feel you feel like you feel there, like you feel like they've got your back, like you feel like you know. The only time I've had that experience in America is when I've played in massive crowds. Mm-hmm. When I played at massive crowds, like you know, like when we played against um, you know about Detroit FC, right? Yeah. You know how they have that crazy fan space and all that? They have this crazy, like, stands with all these friends and stuff like that. So, like, um, when you're playing against that, and it's like, like, that's when you, like, that's when you feel like, oh, yeah, like, you know, like, you know, like, this is this is, this is football. Like, you feel yeah. passion. You swear. I mean, I'm not going to say you have to swear in football, but sometimes the emotion is like you can't hold it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like... It's like they're like I can't even tell my teammates. Like I got a, I used to get red cards in my in my freshman year for doing stuff like I would do stuff like um like for instance, somebody pings me like a crap ball. I'd be like, come on, man, fucking hell, man! Like you got to do it better. Like yeah, three will look at me, yellow card. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And I've got a red card just like that. So I used yeah. to think I was a hothead, but it's not. I'm not even a hothead. It's more like a thing where it's like, like. It's just regularly. It's just, it's normal in England to do that because yeah. it's like, they understand the passion. But over here, it's like, I kind of lost that, like, um, playing football over here, I kind of lost the passion, man. I lost the, I lost the drive. 
You're not you're not as hungry as you are in, in England, man. It's not it's not the same. Uh, it's it's like not the same at all. Man. No, that's a great point you talked about when it comes to like just like the environment of British players. It's like you can't be yeah, sure. yeah, someone like plays like a, a shit pass, yeah. and you can like get into your teammate without having it. Because like, once fair. you're off the field, it's all yeah. good. It's not but, a fact. Like it's yeah. just you know, like you know, yeah, wake up, like bro, what you doing? Yeah. Exactly. Like here, you say it like, yo, don't talk to me like that. You mess up too, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's like, all right, now you can't even get the point. It's so normal in England to do that. But then like, over here, man, the trouble I find is always referees, man. The referees over here are like, oh, I don't know, man. I don't know if I have a problem with referees in America. I've never had this problem in England, ever. I don't think there's a game where I look at a referee and it's like, I mean, there's there's a few referees. I, I, there's like a few referees in Austin that I've, that I've played against and they actually know how to ref a game, but the referees are terrible. Like, like so bad. Just in terms of like, in terms of like reading the like flow of a game or just like... Reading the flow of the game, letting, let, knowing the difference between a, somebody like two teammates on the, no, not two teammates, two oppositions in a team competing and when they're trying to fight, knowing the difference, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if somebody in England, if somebody grabs somebody's shirt, you know, and they'll just, you know, like, grab their shirt, like, oh, shut up, you know, you know, you know like, whatever, like, what are you going to do on the field? Like, okay, cool, watch the next time. The referee will just be like, oh, break it up, like, get on, like, and that's it. Yeah. But over here, you can depend on anybody. You are getting a red card. You can touch, you can do this to somebody, you're getting a red card. And yeah. it's like, for me, it kind of just takes away my part of the game, because my part of my game, it's like, I'm, I'm aggressive. Yeah. yeah, I like playing aggressive football. I like when when players want to take me out. I, it's, it makes me play better. Yeah, not that much like Harry Kane. Yeah. yeah, when I'm not under that type of pressure, <laughs> different. Like when I played with you, you was the only, you was one of the only players that was like trying to like hit players, and I was like, yeah, I like, I like you, like I like. Yeah. That's, that's that's why we got along because he was like doing all, like just training tri- on trial, like chatting. Like I was like, okay, yeah, let's get it. Uh, but it's like that environment's not always, yeah. you know, it's not always like that. So what would you say, like, from the coach's standpoint, you know, from a development, like, you think it's uh, where can American coaches get better? Where can British coaches get better um, in terms of that, that player management? I've never, and this is the thing, right? I've never, have I ever had a problem with, with British coaches? I don't think I have, man. I'm going to keep it honest with you. I don't think I have. Um, sometimes, like, you know, coaches in England, sometimes, um, I don't know. Um, like you think that like that intense, like always hard, always hard is good for a young player when it comes to development? I or think sometimes they kind of got to... I think yes and no. But the, the the coaches that I just had, right, um, in England, my, my last coaches in England, um, Ben and Kev, amazing coaches. And the difference with them and a lot of coaches like in America is that they knew... They knew they, they manage everybody differently. Mm-hmm. You can't like you like I don't care if you're Pep Guardiola. Like I haven't. I mean, I've got an FA level two coaching badge, you know. And but no matter like how like I don't know. No matter who you are as a coach, man, right, you you have to know your players. You ha- it's it's the most that's gonna make your life simple and it's gonna make your team better in a whole. Yeah. You have to know every single player. It, you have to know the individual because they knew. Kevin Ben knew that how they got the best out of me was different how they got the best out of somebody else. That's true. They knew that, okay, um, you know, who is playing good or whatever, and then, um, oh no, he's playing bad. 
let's get on his back. Like, tell him, yo, like, you're playing shit right now. Like, you know, I'd be like, oh, whatever. But they know that's going to that's gonna fill me. Yeah. To another player, you can't do that to another player because some players don't take that lightly. You know what I'm saying? They don't, they're not going to accept that. Yeah. And I feel like in America, when I've been here, like a lot of coaches, um, they, they've... Um, not coaches, not necessarily coaches that I've coached, that, that, that I've coached me, but like, um, I've just seen other coaches and stuff like that. And, you know, like, they just like, you know, they very, they're very particular. They treat, you can't treat everybody the same. It's not, it doesn't work. You're going to have, like it or not, you're going to have, I would say, not favorites, but you're going to have players that you speak to differently than you speak to this player. You know, like, um, yeah, it's just different, man. Yeah. No, that's that, that's facts. I think the best coaches are the ones that know, understand the locker room, understand the players within the locker room, and know yeah. how to get yeah. that extra. Yeah, you have to. You have to. I think you have to know the, the the footballer outside of football. You have to know what makes him wake up in the morning and come in. Is he doing this for money? Is he doing this because he loves it? Is he doing this because he's got to feed his kids? You got to know that as a coach because you, you got to see his point of view of things. Yeah. Like if you don't, if you don't do that to every single player you have, you're never gonna get the best out of them. Some coaches can't even have a conversation with a player outside because they just like so like everything soccer and it's like yo I don't even care about this stuff like I'm just trying to get this money to be out. My last coach, my last coach at my last college, right? Um, He was very um, coach Bond. Like um, he was very um, he was different. Like he he knew how to get the best out of like out of certain players, isn't it? Certain players didn't understand it, but I always understood it, innit? I always, I always understood what he was doing. There was times, right, where where I'd feel like, damn, man, this guy's just ignoring me. Like, he's ignoring me or, like, he's just, like... But then when I'm looking at it from the outside, I kind of understood what he was doing. You know what I'm saying? I kind of understood that. he What he was teaching me was, like, okay, you're one of the best players here, but at the same time, I need you to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was, he yeah. was, he was giving me, like, that information that, yo, I need you to work, like... You're, just because like you're one of the like the, the, the best players here doesn't mean that you're gonna get like special treatment. We, I need yeah. to, you know, like and that. That's what I I learned from that, you know, from a lot of things that we did. No, that's what it's all about. So obviously you had aspirations to go pro. Can you talk about the process of like trying to go pro and like obviously you? Know, I think you still if it, if an opportunity came up, you still lacing up the boots or is it? You know what? Yeah, like um, like at the moment, I'm kind of like um, I'm kind of sorting out uh, a few things. Like that, I won't speak on camera. Like um, like the whole like um, you know, the whole process of like you know, like um, visas in the, in the USA. Because that's another thing as yeah. well. That's another thing that plays you to think about is visas. You know, so like I've had, <coughs> I can't speak on teams and stuff. And like I'm not going to do that. But I've had certain coaches tell me like, hey, like you know, like um. If you get this and you get that, then we can sign. Yeah, you know, that's what they're saying it's like, you know, like I personally, I think it's, I think it's still there. I don't think that you, I don't, I, I definitely don't think it's done. You know, my, my, my life can't limit you. I know it's not done. I know, I know, like the opportunity can come. You know, um, obviously, what I'm doing right now is kind of, it's, yeah, it's, it's hard. You know, it's hard to balance out too. But at the same time, it's like you just never know. Yeah, life's funny, man. Yeah, so you might have to, you know, you might have to just marry an American citizen, you know, make you it know, hey, like, you know, like, speed the process along. Yeah, like speed the process. <laughs> They've been telling me that. Well, some coaches be like, "Yo, do that," you know. But I'm, I'm working on, I'm working on something right now. Like, there's different type of like visas, like investor visas, and you know, there's different ways and different methods. But um, yeah, yeah. 
But yo, let's get into a perfect segue. Let's get into what you're doing now. Obviously, you're rocking a hat. That's a YC Porter exclusive, I believe. Um, what is YC Porter? How did it come about? What you got in the works? Let's get into all of it. Okay, so YC Porter is a that's an Instagram name, right? And it's always been an Instagram name from when I was like, I think 14, 15. Uh, what's the YC stand for? YC. You know what's crazy? Where I used to tell girls, when girls used to ask me, what does YC stand for? I used to be like, it stands for Young Chocolate, and they used to laugh. And that was like, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Nah, man. Yo, you used to be I had to, listen, I was like, I was always like a class cloud, innit? So I always had jokes in that, but it never really stood for that. It actually never stood for that. It just stood for Young Chris, innit? You know? And, okay. Yeah, pretty much. And then Porter, that's just that's the name? Good. So Porter, yeah. Funny enough, this came out in college. I was about 17. I used to go to college all the time, right? With like different shoes in it. And first my Instagram, I remember my, my social media name first was like YC Ghost. Cause I was always heard, but I've always lived the life like I want to be heard, but I don't I don't want to be seen all the time. I want okay. you to see me on social media, but I don't I want you when you bump into me, you're like, bro, like I, I ain't seen you in so long. I've just seen you online. I like that. All right, well known, unknown. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, well known, but unknown. Like, so I like when people don't know where I am, you know, like, that's why, I, like, I've just always been like that, you know. But, um, uh, yeah, so Porter came from, um, it came from actually, like, friends, really, you know, like, um, in college. Um, I don't know if you if you watched the movie Paid in Full before. Come yeah. on, man, don't disrespect me. <laughs> I just that's, that's, a, that's, that's, a hood, that's a hood classic out here. You got it. like a rite of passage if you, if you black. Like exactly. That's, that's part. That's part of your black card criteria. You gotta have watched <laughs> Peyton Bull. You know what I'm saying? So like, um, there was this guy. There's this guy, the, the flashy guy, right? One, his name is Richie Porter. Yeah. So I used to always like come to college looking fresh. Like even on match days, like I'll come. Then times like, it was at Tottenham, like development, Spurs development. I used to come to. Um, the school, and then um, I just always be looking fresh. Even in, when I'm wearing like, the Tottenham, like you know, we have to sometimes we have to wear this top, like the whole like Tottenham, like you know, like just what, what pros do. Yeah. We have to wear like a whole kit and stuff. And then um, I'd come in with fresh shoes. And then one time, this guy was like, "Yo, like Rich Porter, what's his name again? I can't remember his name." But then after that, it kind of was just like it kind of stuck in it, really. Just like certain people were just like Richie Porter because I just always had fresh shoes. Mm-hmm. So it came from about 16, 17. I was about 16, 17, about 16. I just went into college, so I was about 16. And then I just kind of like changed my Instagram name to Richie Porter. And after that, it's just been poor. I just was always flying it, I guess. Okay, nice. Trying to be, at least. Yeah. All right, so how did you get into hats? Oh, hats. Like, um, really, I've always liked a lot of stuff, you know, like, um, like a lot of people think like, oh, like, um, it's weird, like, my new followers now think that all I do is hats, but they don't uh-huh. know that I used to do mad other stuff. Like I used to make, like I still do. You know, I've got like stuff in the works, like clothing and all of that. But I've always briefs and socks. Yeah, bre- yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna make some socks. Yeah, I can't leave you briefs for sure. Yeah, so talk uh, talk to us about the process of like. Oh, what's up? I said, talk to us about the process of like actually like you know going from idea to like actually building like a business out of it. Oh, you know what? Yeah, um, I've never, I've never wanted to. Um, I've always said to myself like I always want to. Um, whatever I'm doing, I don't really. For me, yes, I, everybody would love to be a millionaire, but I just want to enjoy what I do. Whatever I do in life, 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want to I wanna wake up and just be like, oh, yeah, like, this is sick. I want to even be, if I'm not helping, well, I always want to be helping people. That's one of my big things. I always want to help people. You know what I'm saying? No matter what it is, you know, and um, I'll help anybody like, as much as I can. But um, turning that into a business was kind of like just, it just happened like organically, really, because I was just making stuff, really. I was just making random stuff. Throughout my college career, I was just making like random stuff, you know, and um you know, in America, like um, when you're here on a student visa, you technically can't like work. Yeah. You can't like, you know, you can't work and stuff like that. So I was, I was, when I, throughout like my college season, I was always just making random stuff, you know, like I was making shoes, making hats, you know, I used to sell hats back then. I've got like my first samples from hats that I made back then as well. And making jeans for people, cutting people's jeans, just doing stuff. What I was doing for myself, because I always wanted to just be different. Yeah. Like, I always just wanted to just be myself and just be different. But what I was doing for myself, you know, um, I just started to do for other people, really. So people so, need to cut their jeans. Like, describe you know, what that, describe that first sale that you made when you officially, like, started YC Porter. Like, because I feel like, you know, me and Elle was talking offline. Like, you know, you be hustling, like, out the trunk, you know, like, Nipsey style. So it's like, what was that first sale like? Even that, like, um, like, like, People, a lot of people get like my TikToks misconstrued because it's like certain TikToks have gone viral and then people are like, oh, yo, there's this guy on the street selling hats. I wasn't on the street selling hats. I'll actually tell you what actually happened, but it just, it, it's weird how it happened. But like, um, like the first sell I remember from YC Poor was probably when somebody, when some, I'm trying to think of the first time somebody actually paid me to do something. I think it was to cut jeans. I think it was, it was either to do with jeans or do something to somebody's shoe. I think it was jeans. I so was did you like? Did you like give them your price, or they were like, "Yo, I want to pay you for this." And this is the thing: I never, I never understood, I never knew how to like price what I do because I never wanted to make people feel like, "Oh, who does this guy think he is?" Or, mm-hmm. or just, um, or like you know, I don't know. I just didn't know how to price certain things. I didn't know how to price my worth or my value. So how do you do it now? Because like we have a lot of people like starting out doing their own thing, Oof. you know, trying to figure it out. That's like always the toughest battle. Like you know, knowing your worth and like you know, it's setting that price. It's it's so hard. Re- reason we and I say knowing the price point is so hard because like I've met people before in life and they come to me and be like, oh my gosh, like you know, your stuff is worth you know, and it's all, and and sometimes I would say this to people. Always take advice. Wait, let me get a cushion. Give me one second. I'm gonna get a cushion for this chair. So yeah, I was saying like um, like knowing how to like um, I guess like um, price your your worth. I guess isn't it? Yeah. It's it's hard because like um, like people people would come to you. People would tell you that oh like um, this is what your stuff's worth. It's hard. Don't listen. I wouldn't just, I wouldn't say don't listen to people. Always listen. I, always, I listen to everybody. Whether it's Whoever I know is, is going through one ear and coming on the other, I always listen to everybody, what everybody has to say, because everybody has different motives and different opinions and stuff. But you don't have to take everything in. So mm-hmm. I've had people in the past come to me and be like, oh, this stuff is worth $500, you know? But if you are being, okay, it's, it's important to dream big. It's very important to dream big. But the chances of somebody, right, a regular person, I'm not saying it can't happen because it can. Every Anything in this world can happen. I believe that, you know? I believe if somebody walked out today and said, oh my gosh, you know, this painting that I just painted is worth $2,000, somebody in the world would buy it for $2,000. You know 
Yeah. Yeah, somebody would. It may not be me, it may not be this person, but somebody would end up doing that. You know, it's just whether if it reaches them or not. So I would say, um, yeah, so, so, so like people will be like to me, oh, this is worth $500. But you got to be realistic with yourself because it's like, I feel like it's, it's important. It's not the start. It's not about making money. It's yeah. never, never, never do something like, if it's something that you love, of course you want to make money from it. But always try to build something, like build it. Just keep building it. Like even now, it's, it sounds bad to say this, but sometimes I don't look at I don't look at budgets because I just like okay, whatever I make, I'm reinvesting. Whatever I make, I'm reinvesting, reinvesting, reinvesting. Every money that you think you're losing, you're not losing. That's invested in yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I I would say, I would say, um, you be careful about giving out. Like, um, you know, people think like um, about a brand. You know. And they say like, oh, like, you know, I have to give it out to a thousand people before people buy it. That's not true. You know what I'm saying? Just, I guess yeah. you hold your integrity, man. Hold your integrity just a little bit, you know. And if you're going to give it out to somebody, make sure it's going to be worthwhile because a lot of these celebrities and stuff, they really they really got the money to buy it, but they, they don't care. Like they'll be proud to pay. I have, if I could show you my, I can't show you my DMs yet, but if I was to show you my DMs yet, I have, I have, so many people like I've had influencers, the celebrities and stuff. They've got money. I know you've got money because I know what I know what numbers your your YouTube does. I know what numbers I can easily figure out. Okay, this person is making at least this. You have got a decent amount of money to pay something that costs one fifty that you really like. Yeah, like you've got the money to do that. I've got kids that can't like I wouldn't say can't afford it, but are like oh yo like I just saved up two weeks for your stuff. Cool, that's sick. What I'll do is next time, like I'll just, I'll just, I've done this before. Like I'll just email them and I'll just give them twenty five dollars. Just, just, and it's not about. Then again, it's not about me making money, but it's just the thought that you like my stuff. So whoever supports me, I support you too. Yeah, yeah, man. So talk about like the iteration, because I remember like you know following your Instagram, like you got like a whole like set where you like do the sew-ins and stuff like that. Was it always like that in terms of like putting the designs on your hats? Yeah, no, like um, like I've always just been doing things. Like that's why that's why the brand's called Paula Made It, isn't it? Because it's like it's a lifestyle, but at the same time, it's like um, it's more than a brand, isn't it? It's really mm-hmm. you know, it's a movement. You know, like when 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 I say Paula Made It, that actually came from actually somebody saying to me, "Yo, you made it," and I was like, "What? I made it? What are you talking about?" You know, <laughs> and then it just stopped. It was just like Paula Made It because everybody, I don't know, for some reason, everybody thinks because I'm in America, I made it. Like people from back home, yeah. You know, I haven't made it. I'm making something, you know, I haven't made it yet, you know. But I guess made it is whatever you, it's your interpretation, whatever you want it, whatever you want made it to be, that's what made it is. Uh, I like it. So when would you say Porter actually made it for real, for real? Like, what's your long-term vision? My long-term vision? My long-term, I told people, like, people ask me all the time, like, would you call yourself a designer? I wouldn't call myself a designer. I just call myself a, no, I don't have a, I don't have a job. That's the designer answer for... You know, oh, I'm not a designer. I'm just a human. <laughs> no, but for real, like, like, there's so much things I want to do in my life. I just look at life like we're here for a human experience. You know, I just see everything as like we're here for a human experience. You know what I'm saying? Like, some of us have been here before. That's how I feel. You know, and we're just, we're just, we're just vibing together. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like I feel like this is what I feel like life's about. Some people may not agree, but I just feel like life's about just enjoying the time that you have here, man. Just you know, just if you can help somebody, help them, you know, 
being a good person, you know, treating people good. That's what life, I feel like that's what life's about. So you're a vibes curator then. That's your, that's, that's what you're going for? I'm all about vibes. I don't like bad vibes. Like, okay. I'd rather have good vibes and not make sales than make sales and then the vibes weird. Because I always want people yeah. to feel like they can talk to me and people, you know, I always want to be able to just like, you know, just mingle and just, just be cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, what have been like some challenges that you've had to face as an entrepreneur? Challenges. You know, what, what have been some like, you know, like bad vibes or challenges? Challenges. Um, knowing, uh, and it's, it's, it's not like it's too early for me to speak about this, but at the same time, it's like, not everybody, when you start something, I had, I had, okay, look, for instance, somebody just messaged me right now. It's like, oh, do you ship, do you ship to, um, I don't know if you can see it. Do yeah. you ship to the Republic? So I'll get all those messages all the time. But like people, like your support is, it's hard to say this. It's, it's not like, it's not like it's not going to come from your family or not come, come from your friends, but the people that you think that are meant to support you. So say for instance, you have like a, you have a best friend or you have like a group of friends back home. Not everybody is going to see your vision. That's just the most, you have to, you have to accept that. And I've accepted it. That not everybody, what I want to do in life, people may look at me right now and think, this guy's an idiot. <laughs> but yeah. I've got a long-term vision. I don't care. Like, I, I've stopped caring what people think. I used to think so much before. You know what I'm saying? Why my yeah. hair right now? My hair is not like, I used to care about my hair. I used to, if you like, everybody went to college with me, I used to have like fresh haircuts all the time. I'm like, bro, this is my natural hair. Like, this is me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who am I, who am I out here impressing? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to impress nobody. I know when I found out who I was as a person, that's what I'm just comfortable with me. I don't really care. My beard yeah. can be this. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, it's just like, whatever, isn't it? Like, okay. And yeah, it comes with age too. Yeah. Yeah. Stop caring people think. Yeah, like, that's... I'll tell this to anybody that's young. If I could go back to 16, I wouldn't give a damn what anybody thinks, man. I don't care. Like the only the only opinions that should matter to you, really, bro, is if you have a if you have like family, you know, and sometimes even even family, sometimes you just gotta, you know, marry it out because not everybody has your best interest, but you know, but I say or they time. or they have their best, they have their best interest for you. So exactly. they think, you, you know, know it's exactly. like you know, they'll have their best interest for them. You know, you know, like everybody's family has different, you know, things. And... Yeah. So obviously, you know, you know, your DMs is popping. You've been on sneaker con, you know, uh, New York streets. Uh, yeah. What have been some highlights, though? What have been some like key some ones? Um, some big highlights. I'd yeah. say, I say bumping into. My thing is, um, I bumped into like mad celebrities, isn't it? Like mad celebrities, like high public, like profile people, that. But um. I don't know. Like, I'm not one to be like, like if I see like somebody that's like, you know, that's big, you know, a lot of people inspire me. A lot of people inspire me. But at the same time, I always want to build like, a, um, I just want to be organic in it. I want to be authentic. I don't want to have to force anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not going to like, you know, like jump over the edge and be like, yo, like, can I get a picture? One thing about me, I never want to take a picture of somebody if I feel like I'm forcing the picture. I never want to feel like I'm bothering somebody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, for instance, like, we were talking about Skepta. Like, for instance, like, he's from where I'm from. He's from Tottenham, North London. It's like a different area. But, like, even him, like, he doesn't, he wouldn't know, right? But he's one of my biggest inspirations from young. 
because I grew up on grime in it. So I grew up like listening to grime. My, my brothers, like my, even my brothers, they're like my biggest inspirations. Some I don't think they even understand. They don't. They don't get it. Like I think sometimes when I tell them, like, yo, what you guys did when I was younger as a kid shifted me differently. I don't think they understand it. Sometimes it's just like, oh, we did that time ago, you know, it's whatever. Yeah. Now, to this day, it still motivates me. I still remember all of that stuff, you know. Them coming to the house, you know, like um, with other guys, you know, like other like industry rappers right now. I'm not gonna name them, but um, <laughs> coming into the house, you know, like them spitting bars, like watching all these rappers coming into my house now. And I'm like, oh, snap, like, and then now like they're all big and that. And it's sick to see it because it's like, damn, like, I, was, I was part of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to be in the room of them now. They didn't allow me because I was mad young. They just didn't want me around. But yeah, like it was sick. But I don't think they, I don't think my brothers, you know, um, their friends, I don't think they understand the, the inspiration that they, that they had to me in it. You know what I'm saying? And, okay. Yeah. So that's a great uh, segue to my next question. So obviously you're a Tottenham supporter, you know, you're a vibes curator. So talk about like, all right, you're five aside when it comes to designers or inspirations mm-hmm. and then give us a five aside of soccer players. You can't do that. You can't do uh, that. I, 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 we did it. It's the two cents and see shows. We do whatever we want on this show. And I never say can't. Can't is the word I don't like to use. Uh. Like, can't limit you. But I guess, oh, five designers. Um, five designers. Matthew Williams, he owns the leaks. Okay. Um, I love Virgil. I love Virgil past his designer though. It's not, well, for me, it's deeper than the designer for Virgil. For, for, for me, when Virgil is more like about, it's more about what he does with the youth, isn't it? You know what I'm saying? What he does with the youth, like going to Nigeria, going all these places, like what he does like for like the youth in it is sick. And that's what I'm about. Because like I've got this, I've got a company um, Lab the Lane, right? And it's based in London, and it's like you know, just like giving back to like the people I'm from in it. So I'm from a I'm from an area North London, Tottenham, and I'm I'm, I'm from the street called Park Lane in it. Well, I'm not from the street called Park Lane, but you know that's my that's my area. You know what I'm saying like that's where I grew up. It's like two minutes down the road, but that's where like you know that's where everybody would be if you come out via in the hood. Everybody would be in swings or be on Park Lane. Everybody would just be there. You know what I'm saying? Just chilling. So so in the in the states they say what set you from. Yeah, they say what state, but I'd just be like, when people ask me where I'm from, I'd be like Tottenham. Okay. Yeah, Tottenham. Like, if someone in London was to ask me where I'm from, I'd just be like Tottenham. So you don't tell them Park Lane? No, I wouldn't tell them. You know what's crazy? If I told, like sometimes it's, it's weird. Like if I told somebody where I'm, like if I told somebody where my actual like hood is, then they're a little bit like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah? Uh-uh. Like, that's uh-huh. a little you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not a bad thing. You know, I don't see it as a bad thing. I embrace where I'm from all the time. But it's yeah. just, it, everybody knows what Tottenham is. It's just, it's, it's, you know, it's just a, it's just a, it's just, it's like a, how can I explain it? In American context. So, say for instance, you have, um, oh no, it wouldn't be like that in America. Say you have New York City. Yeah. And then you have Brooklyn. It's just like that. And then in Brooklyn, you have different boroughs. Like you have not different boroughs, you have different like hoods in Brooklyn. Like you yeah. have a block. Like for instance, a random block in, in Brooklyn is where Pop Smoke's from, Canarsie. So Canarsie would be basically where I'm from. Okay. I'm pretty sure if Pop Smoke's travels the world, he's going to be like, well, rest in peace. But I'm pretty sure like when he was traveling the world, I'm pretty sure like somebody asked him, like, oh, where are you from? He'd be like, oh, New York City, like Brooklyn. 
Yeah. Saying, he wouldn't be like, oh yeah, New York City, Brooklyn, Tanasi. You wouldn't because it's like you, you don't expect somebody to know that. Yeah. I expect you to know Brooklyn. I expect you to know New York City. No, fair enough. You know, it's like that. But okay. my top five designers, all so Matthew Williams, Virgil. Um, I'll put I would I would always put Skepta in there. Only not only, but I put Skepta in there because I just think he's a. I just think Skepta's sick, bro. He's a vibe, isn't it? He? He's just yeah. he's sick, bro. Like you know, like um, he's not he's not a line called Maids, you know. Um, Crack crazy. I actually just got one of his shoes actually the other day actually when I was actually in LA. One of these night collabs. But um, two more people. I'll put Dapper Dan in there. Dapper Dan, okay. Respect the OGs, okay. I was actually in Harlem um, last year. He's artillery. And um, I learned a lot about um, about him as a person and all that and connected and saw all of his gems from like the 90s. And the reason why I connected with that is because obviously the porter name. Mm-hmm. So obviously the porter name, like Dapper Dan used to actually like, you know, design like all those cults. Oh, like, yeah. Them lot back then. Yeah. So that's why I kind of have like a little bit of a deeper connection with Dapper Dan as well, even though like, you know, we're on different parts of the world, but it's like, I have that connection with it just because of that. Okay. Yeah. Um, last one. Oh, this is going to be the hardest one now. I've got about 10 people in my head. It's cool. You're not hurting anyone's feelings, so it's all good. Ooh. Actually, you know what? I'll put myself in there. How there you go. I was waiting. I was I'm like, come on, man. I'm going to put myself in there. Uh, Porter made it. I'm going to put myself in there. How about that? All right, respect. So, all right, real quick before we get into this, you know, back into the soccer five aside, yeah. if there's one team or, like, bigger company that you would want to, like, collab with, like a Porter made it, like, you know how Travis Scott and Jordan or something like that, or uh, well, who would it be and why? Team. Team or brand or company. Or brand, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give you, so I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a team and I'm going to give you a brand and I'm going to give you a company. Is that cool? All right, you can do I'll whatever you want. Even in the brand. It's the Two Cents FC show. We do whatever we want here. Cool. So for team, I would say Tottenham. Okay. I'd love to work with other teams. I would love to. But the reason why I'd say Tottenham, obviously that's where I'm from. Um, it'll mean a lot to me and it'll mean a lot to people it's bigger than me because when I when I do things sometimes I always think about how it's gonna like impact like other people as well, isn't it? Yeah. And sometimes people tell me not to do that because you know like I'm caring about the people too much and what to what but whatever I do what I want. Um so I would say definitely just because um yes, went from you know like my school in Tottenham Stadium was a road. So imagine just like one street, my stadium, matter of fact, yeah, hold on. <laughs> he was like, just in case y'all think I'm capping, I'm gonna show y'all. Nah. <laughs> so look, yeah. So I don't know if you can see it on the screen. Can you see that little grass, that little green grass? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, at the bottom. Right here. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my school. Oh so yeah. Just that well, that's how the new stadium looks right now, but it never used to look like that. It used to be it used to be more closer. Okay. Cool, man. All right, so Tottenham's the team. Who you got as like a brand co- and then company? Brandon, a brand company. Um, oh, a brand company. I would love to work with a lot of brands, but um, it would have to be like a sportswear company, really. You know? I'll start from there. Um, but I'd love to work with like 
these like luxury companies and all of that. But I, I always think about like what connect, I always think about the youth in there. What connects me? Remember me as a little kid? What did I always used to love? Nike, Adidas. You know what I'm saying? So I just say I'd say Nike. Okay. Yeah. I'm cool. saying Nike like an American. You see, what I'm saying that this is what America's done to me now. I say Nike. It's yeah. Nike. <laughs> Nike. <laughs> Perfect. All right, let's get into a soccer five-a-side. Who you got? Soccer five-a-side. Soccer five-a-side. Uh, Ronaldo's in there. Cristiano Ronaldo in there. There's no questions about that. Um, you're going you're, you're gonna to be surprised about this one. Um, Ronaldo, I put... Um, let's do that. Yeah, let's do this. I put JJ Okocha. A oh, legend. I put JJ Okocha in there. Um, funny enough, I'd actually put, um, yeah, I put JJ Okocha in there. I'll put, I'll put also, five a side, yeah, this would be a sick team. That team would be sick. JJ Okocha, and I'll put, um, damn, how was his head knock? How was his name not coming to my head? Oldest player to play in the World Cup. Oh, what a baller. Oldest player to play in the World Cup. Wow, that's a good trivia question. Uh, Is that like Iron Robin or somebody? No. Cannavaro, Maldini. No. Uh, oh, dude from uh, that played for uh, not Senegal. Uh, I'm not forgetting his name. Roger Malia. Roger Miller. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put Roger Miller in there for sure. Okay. I put Roger Miller. I put. Yeah, I put. I put Roger Miller up top. I'll put Ronaldo in the middle with um with JJ Okocha. They could just be doing their thing. The defense now, and he's something mean. Something mean, but they can they can still ball. I'll put Rio Ferdinand there. Okay. I'll put Rio Ferdinand there. The vibes and stuff. At least he's like a cool guy. And then also as well. I put Rio Ferdinand in Vidic. Oh wow. Rio Ferdinand in Vidic. Vidic and Ronaldo get along. Rio Ferdinand and Ronaldo get along. JJ Okocha and Roger Miller would get along 100%. That would be a vibe, you know. That's a very he's, playing, oh, he's playing ultimate team right now. He yeah, got the, the, the chemistry, link-ups <laughs> and everything. Like, Notice how he did not say one Tottenham player. No, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. I actually didn't, no. Um, and for keeper, he might have a Tottenham player. Oh. Laurie. Okay. Okay. All right, real quick, you have a favorite like Tottenham player of all time? Of all time. Aaron Lennon was sick. I love Aaron Lennon. Um he started a he, he started he made he made people want to put the line in their head. Yeah, low key he did. Because I used to have it in school too. But that's a Tottenham thing though. That's like not a Tottenham like team thing, it's a Tottenham area or, thing. Like Tottenham culture thing. It's called a, it's called a show line. A show line. It's called a show line, yeah. S H O the show line. Okay. You ask the bubble, yo, let me get the show line. Bang. That'd be like you from Tottenham. It's from Tottenham for sure. Okay. Yeah, that was a that was such a Tottenham thing. People had like the line. The, the original one was just one line coming through. Okay. I had it when I was younger too. So. All right. All right, real quick before we get into the next uh section, because uh I want to ask, because obviously. There's a lot of uh, black British men that are doing exceptionally well in the States. Obviously, you got the black British actors, you got the black British uh, rappers. Uh, What's the key to the success? You know, what's 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 the what's the secret? I think 
people always tell me, I get people all the time say, oh, you wouldn't, it's only because your accent that like, you're doing this in America. It's actually not. It's good. The accent. <laughs> the accent, honestly, the only accent is actually not. It's actually not. Like, it's really not. Because the only time the accent gets you places, say, for instance, yeah, you go to New York. They don't care about your accent. Yeah. You come to Texas, they're like, oh my gosh, because they don't really hear people like that. Yeah, you go to yeah. New York, it's different. It's diverse over there. So it's like, oh, you're from London? Oh, that's what's up. What's good? Like, where you from? That's, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's normal. Yeah. Um, over here, they'd be tripping over because they don't really hear stuff like that. You know, Texas, you know, other states and stuff like that. But you go like, if you go like New York, maybe Philly, yeah, Philly, you know, they're going to be more, not used to your accent, but they're going to be, it's more diverse. Yeah, because they got their own accents out there anyway. And on top of it, there's a lot of Africans and Caribbeans out there. Yeah. So it's like, you know, like, sometimes they're like, people get my, my accent mistaken sometimes. They'll be like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, I heard your accent, you're Caribbean. I was like, no, I'm not even Caribbean. Wow. Yeah, um, I would say the key is I just feel like um, when when um, when we come over here, I just feel like we know how to, um, we see opportunity in everything. Mm-hmm. Everything's an opportunity. You know, when I'm making connections, um, everything's just an opportunity. And I just feel like, I don't know, London's such a small place. If you're from London, it's such a small place. Can you can have have a lot of people in London outgrown it? Yes. Some people can outgrow their own city. You know, what I'm you know what I'm saying? Hey, yeah. yeah. Outgrowing like your where where you live, where you come from. You know what I'm saying? That like people have, I outgrew it quick because I done everything that I needed to do there. There wasn't the only thing, right, that I would say that could have made me, you know, would be if I was a millionaire, then, then it would have been a different lifestyle. Or if yeah. I was or if I was a professional footballer there, then it would have been a different lifestyle. Or, but then again, it's like, not, maybe not professional because I was always around that. You know, I was always my, all, like, my friends were pro. I, I know what that seed is. Like, I know how that is, how the girls are, like all of that type of stuff. I would say stay away from girls though, uh, guys. <laughs> you want to go pro, stay away from girls. Yeah, for real. Like, not, even, not even if you want to go pro. If you want to do anything, just stay away from girls. As much okay. as, you know. Stay focused. Stay focused, yeah, stay focused. You know, um, practice, um, practice semen retention. That will make you. That make you stronger. No, for real. Like it'll make you stronger. It make you think clear. You do that for six weeks. You're not even gonna want to touch a girl. <laughs> Yo, what is this? Yeah. You're not even gonna want to touch a girl. You're gonna feel. You're gonna walk around feeling like I'm the shit. Why do? Why like? Because it's like I don't feel like a lot of men value like they're they're down there in it. They don't value it. It's just like they just feel like they could just you know. Yeah. You have to value it. You have to put respect in it. The way girls put respect on their little thing, try it, you know? And <laughs> this, this man just gave us all. Oh, <laughs> life lesson. All right, cool. So, all right, say say me and L come out to uh, London for an Arsenal-Tottenham match. We could uh, we can name drop uh, Porter and we good? Like, we good out in Tottenham like that or what? I mean, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you'd be like, yo, like, you know, like, yeah, I'm YC Porter's guy, like, you know, like, you know, like, um, there's different, there's different, there's different areas in Tottenham in it. So like, um, Tottenham is like a, it's a very, um, it's a very, it's a very cool and tricky and funny place at the same time. Uh-huh. The reason being is because, um, so just a lot of politics, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of politics, um, in different areas and stuff like that in Tottenham. Um, I mean, like you'd be good regardless. Um, you'd be, you'd be good regardless. I, it, it'd be better if you don't name drop though. Um, you know, because um, 
<laughs> like, I don't want to attract none of that smoke. Yeah, not, like, it's not like I'm not in those. He owes me. He owes me a hat. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not in, like, for real. Yeah, somebody. Yeah, um, I'm not in a sort of drama or nothing like that. But um, you know, like my people's. You know, like um, you know, growing up being like you know, like friends. You know, being involved in certain stuff and all of that. Automatically, no matter no matter if you think you like, I'm not attached to it. I'm automatically attached to it. Yeah, facts. Like, for instance, right? Say if two separate areas in London, right? I'm not I'm not gonna get into that the politics of what's going on, but like, say for instance, like this area, say for instance, an area in Tottenham where I'm from has got a, a particular like drama of what's going on with a different area, right? That's been going on from when I was young. I've seen it. I've seen it all. I see where it comes with. I've seen. Somebody get stabbed in front of my eye when I was little. I seen all of this stuff from young, so I, it's like, I was the I was the younger brother from my brothers that obviously, I was just an observer. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I was involved from observing, you know. So I observed all of it and I calculated everything. I was like, okay, that's what's going on. Oh, that's what happened. My brother never used to explain certain stuff to me. Well, because I, I was too young, you know what I'm saying? But as I got older, it's like explained different stuff. But I could I could pretty much explain the whole like history of like actually what actually happened from the jump, you know. And you know, there will be little kids that's younger than me that I'm pretty sure when I go back to where I'm from, you know, they might look at me and be like, Who's this? You know, you can't look at me like that though, you know, because obviously it's just <laughs> I would look at you like who are you? <laughs> who are you? But, that just comes with it, you know what I'm saying? It comes with it. It comes. It comes with everything. You know? It comes with you know, like, like it's what happened when I first went to America. I went away. I went to America for for like nine months. I come back. I see new guys in the area. I was looking around, thinking, who the hell are these new guys? You know what I'm saying? They yeah. look at me as if like, who are you? And I'm looking at you like, yo, I'll slap you. Who are you? Like, yeah. like I live here. Like I live here. Like I don't know who you are. You know, but no, like um. Me and L just want to go to a soccer game. We're not even tripping off all that. Yeah, we <laughs> like, it ain't, it ain't going to be like an issue. Like, you'll be fine. Like, you guys will be cool. Like, you know, it's just, um, it's just, there's just a lot of politics in it. A lot of politics. Yeah. Stuff. All right, man. Yeah. Well, we Porter, thank you so way. much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Let's get into the next. I like to wear tracksuits, but I don't want to attract no attention. You know? <laughs> the thing is that you can wear tracksuits. You can wear your t- <laughs> You can see I've been watching Top Boy and shit. Yeah. And you know, and it's like the sad part is as well, yeah. One thing I would touch on as well, I was listening to Dave's album on, on, on the plane here, right? And I was listening to one song and he said, um, he said, he said a lyric, he said, um, they see, they see, um, they say, they, they see blue, I don't know if you've watched, have you watched uh, Blueface? Blue Story, sorry. Have you watched Blue Story? Yo, yo, that's, mm-hmm. yo, that show, that, that movie was good. When they was like, they played the movie, but the guy was like singing through it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because so, Jamie so nah. Jamie from Top Boys in that movie. Yeah, exactly. Where, yeah, where's yeah. it at? It's on Netflix? It's on Amazon Prime. All Must right, watch, mandatory. Yeah, definitely mandatory. Um, yeah, link, link me. Um, and I feel like um, one, one problem we have, not just where I'm from, in the world as well, is that um, going back on what Santa and Dave said, he basically said that um, man will see Blue Story, right? No, you will see Scarface and it gets glorified. Then when you see Blue Story, it gets scrutinized. And it made sense because obviously, like, majority of the characters in Blue Story are black characters, you know, gang-related and all of that. But then when you watch Scarface, you know, um, 
majority of them are, you know, they're not, they're not, they're not, um, they're not, I hate to say the word black. I don't like using the word black because it's just a color. Um, you know, a, a lot of them are like, you know, they're not, what I say? Uh, they're not black, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> not sure. It easy. They're black. But it makes sense because it's like, um, all of these, like, um, these, 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 these films that have, like, you know, like, um, Caucasians or, you know, like, have, like, different, like, ethnic minorities, um, all these movies get glorified, but the minute, like, an African-American or, you know, like, a, a movie that casts for black actors inside it and it's about violence too, it's seen as if, like, oh, my gosh, he gets banned from here, he gets banned from there, he gets banned from there. There's always, like, tags to it and there's always, like, a, there's always a reason why this is not a good movie, you know what I'm saying, where... Really and truly, all that all these movies have have done right is basically giving you the light of what actually goes on, where we come from, and it's really, it's not even when I when I watched it, it was sick. By the same time, I, I know the real London. You know what I'm saying? You can't put the real London in the movie because people would be like, "What? That's how real London is." You can't do that, you know. And put it this way: if you watched the movie and you felt you felt like, oh, this is crazy. London's crazy. Believe me, it's worse than that. It's worse than what you can... It's worse than what any movie that can show you, for sure. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? And it's not like, it's not like that every day and stuff like that, but it's just, you know, you go to certain areas, you go to certain times, you know, wherever, and yeah, things like that can Occasions can happen, and yeah. Yeah, and it's like that everywhere. Like, people don't realize... People are so in their own bubble that they don't realize, like, shit is the same here than it is where you are. Like your your area is not any like tougher or harder than this area just because you don't have that experience. Right. Doesn't mean that, you know what I'm saying? Like the same things don't go on. Like if it's impoverished, if there's like people don't have jobs and like there's crime, like it's all the same wherever you at. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, you know what's crazy? Last thing I'd say is that when I first came to America as well, the first thing I got asked by a lot of females and a lot of guys is black people in London. And I look at them and think, what? <laughs> like, is that a question? Like, is that <coughs> is that really lack of exposure? You guys have gangsters in London. Yeah. You guys have this. I'm like, and I've realized I was like, oh, like the accent has really like made people feel like as if like stuff doesn't happen in London. I'm I'm never gonna glorify it, but I'll tell you what, it happens everywhere, bro. Yeah, yeah, they think they think everyone's uh, Idris Elba and uh, Daniel Kawhi. Yeah, like you know, like like. Yeah. That's why I like to. Um, that's why I like to learn about other cultures, especially other cultures, other Black cultures in right. other places. Because you know, I've never been to London, but I consume a lot of like British TV. I, I listen to the music. You know what I'm saying? Like I try to get an idea of of the culture and the environment. You know what I'm saying? Based on the, the stuff that they put out, S- similar to how you know, people consume American culture. You know, they listen to the music, they watch the TV shows and stuff like that. Trying, you know, they get an idea and form a narrative. But um, I, I, I'm definitely interested and I love to like learn about other cultures. And that's right. why I like when he's saying the slang, like I was picking up on it because like I try to like, you know, ingest in the culture and like understand like the parallels to like our culture here. Because it's, it's very similar, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like everything is like super similar, especially like, as a black person, whether yeah. whether you black in Britain or black in America, there's still like a level of oppression and colonialism we go, we that happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. 
It's all, no, it's all, it's we all the same gang, <laughs> essentially. You know what I mean? No, facts. But yo, L, make sure you watch that Blue Stories. That's, that that movie was. That yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. Link me so I can uh, remember. Oh, okay, most definitely. Uh, yeah. Let's get into the next next thing. Yeah, we, we went off on a tangent. Sorry. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. Definitely a good conversation though. Um, but let's get into no car, yellow car, red car. So this is a rapid fire segment of the show where I'll read off some news headlines. It could be soccer related. It could be basketball, pop culture, whatever. Doesn't matter what the what the headline is, but we're gonna rate this headline okay. based on the soccer card system. So no card is, you know, I agree with it or I'm cool with it, you know, allow it. Yellow card is I can go either way. Red card is um obviously I disagree or I'm not cool with it, you know, it's a foul. Um yeah. and then we'll give like a little uh explanation of why you gave it that card. Um got it? Okay. Cool. So got four this week. Um first up. Dennis Schroeder, um, so it's NBA. Dennis Schroeder turned down a four-year, eighty-four million extension with the Lakers in March, which would have paid him twenty-one million per year or per season, because he was seeking a hundred twenty million dollar max contract. But instead, he ended up with a one-year, five point nine million dollar contract. So it backfired. So what card are we giving Dennis for his decision making in this scenario? Porter, you go first. Because I have a lot to talk about. You know what? It's like we can only rate this by numbers or? But yellow card, card red card, cards. or no card? No card, yellow card, red card. It's so hard because I'm. Oh. Yellow card. Okay. Yeah. Why are you giving me yellow? I think. I think it's tough, right? Because it's like. Number one, he I guess he believed in himself, right? Yeah. yeah. He believed in himself. So I'm a, I'm a big risk taker. I'm big on risk taking. Right? Sometimes your sometimes your risks have to be wild for you to achieve great things. But I also feel like sometimes you have to make calculated risks. <laughs> you know what? You know about calculated sure. risks, right? Yeah. Sure. You have nah. to take calculated risks. You know, and if you're gonna make it like right now. Spencer's like, I can like just back, can like refer back to the business. Like, sometimes I make crazy risks, but at the same time, I have to be calculated sometimes with what I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I have to be calculated. At the start, I was making like mad risks. Lost a lot of money, like thousands. <laughs> like, lost money. And then those risks actually paid off after. So it's kind of was like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, I want to give him a red card so bad, but it's everything's going to be in hindsight. So I got to give him a yellow card because, you know, strategically, you know, if he wait, if he plays out, you know, like he did last year, has a great season, he's going right. to be able to get that, that max, that super max that he wants. Because if you look at the free agency, less, less people that are coming off the, like the books and stuff like that. But like my dad always say, you know, Nigerians and their wisdom, he's like, Hey, Bird in hand is better than bird in air. So you got to strike while the iron's hot. Um, if an injury happens, if he has like a down year, it, like it's all bad. And, that, and that's what I say. You got to think it. You got sometimes you got to think ahead. Sometimes, you know, I, I would say always live in the moment. Sometimes you got to kind of like think ahead. Yeah. Like you could sign that contract and be like, yo, if you outplay, you'd be like, yo, I need a new deal. It's easier to do that than be like, ah, well, you see what I did two years ago instead of this year? Like, nah. 
Yeah. That was tough. Yeah, these NBA players playing this risky game, you know, yeah. going into free agency, signing these one-year contracts, trying to get the Supermax. Like, you're not LeBron, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to work out that way. But it's funny though too because it's like he's still making five point nine a year, so it's yeah. like that's yeah. crazy. We talk about the numbers he's, like that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> the sad thing though, the sad thing about that is that he, there's no way he's not waking up every morning thinking, "Damn, <laughs> exactly like that." Like I, I don't think, like for real, if I sign the pro contract playing soccer and the same thing happened to me, no matter even though like the, the money's one thing, I'm making money, cool. But I'd still be kind of think, waking up thinking, damn, I love, I'm loving what I'm doing. I absolutely love it. Like, damn, I messed up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You'd, you'd feel, you actually would feel that way, you know? Like, yeah, every athlete has that hindsight, yeah. you know, <laughs> complex that they're like, all right, what if I went to this team versus if I stayed here or if I would have signed that new deal? Right. You know, it's, it's everything's hindsight. Yeah. All right, next up. So the Premier League has voted unanimous, unanimously not to release players on international duty to play in countries with COVID red to play in COVID red list countries. So what what card are we giving the Premier League for this decision during World Cup qualifiers? So they so wait, they're banning they're banning players from they're bl- they're banning players from from playing in red list countries. So I guess if you know, they play a qualifier in, I'm going to say a random country like Ukraine or whatever. Um, if, it, if Ukraine is on the red list, they can't play there. So they can't, they won't be released from their teams to play, you know, on a national team. So like, say, say if you're like Mustafi or whatever, and you know, you got to go play for like Switzerland. Switzerland is on the red list. You can't go play international duty because. Is England on the red list right now? I think they still are. They gotta be because they're still know. they're still banned from America. Uh, regardless if it's from America, it doesn't. Uh, oh, nah, because Pulisic's going coming back for this uh, for the qualifying. So, I think I think he's good. I, I think it's selfish, man. I just think <laughs> I just think it's like yeah, I think it's mad selfish because it's like <clears throat> what if right? Say for instance. Right, and the Premier League will lose a lot of money. Same for instance, right? For every match that's played on that on that one week or or whatever, everybody's tested positive for COVID. Then what are you gonna do? You're gonna cancel the whole Premier League? Imagine that. Imagine that. Happens. <laughs> imagine yeah, that. Only a couple of weeks. Yeah, everybody's tested positive for Corona. There's only like a few players that's not. You're gonna play two against three. You know, like I just feel like I feel like you should let the players go, but. Do not let them like come like do not let them come back like how can I explain? Do not let them like come back and play in the Premier League if they do catch COVID, if that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like that's that'll be the standard protocol. Like, yo, yeah. you know, everyone knows the risk involved, you know. At the end of the day, at the end of the day it's a job. It's a, it's, a, it's a job. Yeah. You know? So Yeah, I think um uh, if anything, I think the league is just trying to protect themselves, you know, with the T V rights and uh, they obviously took a big hit. So I'll give, it, I'll give it a yellow card, but, you know, it's national duty. This is an opportunity to qualify for the World Cup. And there's enough procedures in place to, like, all right, get tested before, get tested after, make sure you're good, do, like, a week quarantine if you need to or 14 days, whatever the protocol is, and get back to it. Like, simple as that. If you need to call up the academy guys or the, the bench players that aren't international talent, you do that. Like, 
squads have big enough squads to rotate now. So I don't think uh, this should be uh, this should be an issue. Right. Yeah. So Porter, what card are you giving that? Red. Sorry. All right. Next up, uh, Man City is on the verge of signing Cristiano Ronaldo. This is how really we feel about true? this. What card are we giving City for this move? Is this really true though? Like he's really happy. Hey, hey everyone's reporting it now. Now everybody's reporting, but I don't know if it's really happening. Um, if it were to happen, hypothetically, sick man. It's good for the culture. I mean, when I was younger, I was a Spurs fan, right? But I always loved Man United. So when Ronaldo was playing for Man United, I loved Man United. Bits. Like, I used to always, like, keep up with Man United tabs and stuff. So, um, in a way, in a way, in a way, like, um, yeah, like, you know, I guess, I, I think it's just good for the culture. I always wanted Ronaldo to come back to the Premier League. I never really cared what team he came back to. I always wanted him to come back to the Premier League, always. And I just feel like he's back in the Premier League. That's sick. That's like amazing. That's like a legacy for him, isn't it? So, all right. So, no card for you. Yeah, no card yet. Yeah, uh, I'm giving it a red card, only because you had the chance to sign Messi, and you're going with Cristiano. Um, Yeah. So, from that standpoint, I think that's they should have made the better decision, uh, sign Messi. Um, but it is kind of cool for them to sign <laughs> their biggest rivals, uh, like one of the top players of all time. I think that's like kind of like a changing of the guard of like, yo, yo, we're the new team out here. Like we're the team out here. Like that that Man United stuff was old news. Yeah, um, this is like a twist in the knife type thing. If 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 Ronaldo wins, if Ronaldo can come to City and win Champions League for City. It would be, and I think the reason why I think it would be amazing, and I would love for it to happen. I feel like Pep deserves this. As much as people don't like Pep, I think Pep deserves it. I think all them City players deserve it. I think Sterling deserves the Champions League. I'm just thinking about other players, you know, and um, especially Sterling. Man. Yeah, Sterling deserves the Champions League, man. Like that World Cup stuff was like, you know, but um, I feel like it would just be good for Ronaldo's legacy. I'm all about legacy. I just like when people yeah. have a sick legacy. That's a sick legacy. You won Champions League with Man United. One of with two different, yeah. <laughs> you retire. Who can? Nobody could have words for you. I don't think Messi could have words for him. I don't know. Messi wins it with PSG. Oh, that's if he wins it with PSG. Yeah. You know. I think it's yeah. I think it's interesting on both sides. I think uh, for Ronaldo, I would give it a yellow card for Ronaldo just because it's like you coming back with the rival. Uh, yeah, you know. But you know what? You know what it is. I think Ronaldo will do it very respectively. I think he left Man United very respectively. I think he will return you to United. I don't think the play- I don't think the fans at Man United would be mad. I don't think you can be mad because it's like he's not just any player. You should be happy that he's in the Premier League. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And it's like. Yes, everybody's important, but it's like, bro, like you don't, you're, you're not gonna get another Ronaldo for, I don't know, you know. Yeah. Someone's saying like, yo, the biggest stars are playing for uh, Qatar-led teams. Oof. You know, it might be a. They got the budget for it. Yeah, <laughs> they got the budget for it. I think China has the budget for it too. Yeah, but, they yeah, but ain't play nobody China playing though. it. Yeah, ain't nobody playing in China yet. At least not now. Maybe after the World Cup. I mean, Who knows? Wonder how that's living in Word on the street. It's a it's a Qatari trying to buy Arsenal. So we'll see what's up. I'll take some of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, last one. 
um this this involves your team Porter. so Weston McKinney has rejected potential moves to West Ham and Aston Villa but will be interested in joining Tottenham but Juventus is looking for a sale and not a loan because they need to raise money so what card are we giving this overall situation so Juventus is looking for is, is they're looking to sell Ronaldo they're looking to sell Weston McKinney Weston oh I thought you said Weston McKinney okay um, and the last part but, but Tottenham can only do a loan right now Oh. And, and McKinney prefers Tottenham over West Ham and Villa, obviously. Um, Tottenham can afford to buy him. The problem with our this team is that our Levy's just so stingy with his money. <laughs> He's been making, I guess, calculated risks for over ten years now. Uh. None of them has worked out. Risk sometimes, man. You got to do something that you've never done before, man. How much money? Like, how much money can you like? Can you can you not have? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. Man, if I was, I'm I'm just keeping it real. If I was a billionaire, man, and I own the team or whatever, man, I'm doing whatever it takes. I'll lose half of my fortune to make <laughs> a legacy happen. If, for Tottenham to win a Premier League, I'll try and make it happen. I'll lose half my fortune for that. It's gonna be remembered forever. Like, I don't think it's like, you know, like. I don't like to speak about death or nothing like that, but it's like when Levy's no longer here and you know, like he's no longer on this earth, what are people gonna remember you for? Yeah. Is Levy American or British? I'm not, I think he's British. He's British. Nah, he's British, he's British. Okay. And it's like, what what are people gonna know you for? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like, what are they gonna remember you for? You know? Like that you I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough one. So if you if you were to you know own a team, would you get like straight up like Premier League team, or would you start like a like League One championship and then kind of build them up? Um, I would love to build up a team, but if I was to pick a team to own right now, it's own Spurs. Hmm. I just, I'm just own Spurs. Like. He's a, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Weston, you got to do what's best for your career, son. So no car, you know, West Ham, Aston Villa, those were. Careers go to die. Well, I'm just kidding, but uh, I mean, Jack, you know. Jack really? didn't die. Yeah. We'll see what he does, though. You know, because yeah. right now it's a bit there. Just gotta do it. Just gotta do what's best for you. So no right. card. Right. So what card you get at Porter? No card. No card. All right. Yeah, man. So That's it. Porter made it. Porter, yo, thank you for coming on to the show. We made it happen. Thank you for adjusting your schedule. Where can people find you if they want to connect with you? If they want to get some you know, merch, some apparel, uh, hats, uh, briefs, socks, shirts, cut-up jeans, Yeah, um, uh, vibes. Where, where can they tap in with you? Best place for them to um, to contact me and, um, and see everything I'm doing is my social media, uh, my Instagram page, YC Porter. Um, you follow that, you'd know everything. There's no better place to follow than that. Okay. So we're going to have that in the show notes. Thanks again. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll name drop you when we get out to London for a game. Uh, sure. but once again, yo, best of luck with all your endeavors, yeah. you know, got to have got glad to have gotten to know you over these past couple of years. Yeah. Uh, but yo, two cents fam, that's our show for this week. Make sure you subscribe, rate and review. It helps us get discovered. Follow us on the socials at two cents SC. Check out our merch at two cents if you enjoyed the show, considering dropping us a donation using the link in the description. 
It helps support the costs associated with the show. It helps us continue to get wonderful guests. We're getting guests that you don't even think about, you know, hearing from, you know, again, unique stories, unique perspectives. So if you guys are considering dropping a donation, make sure you do that. And then tweet us your comments on the show. Any topics you want me or my guy L to discuss. That's it. L, what you got? Anything? That's it, man. Until next week. Until next week. Peace out.